This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, March 25th, 2014. I'm Caleb Brown. The school choice movement is winning, says Choice Media's Bob Bowden. He's produced a new short film entitled The Ticket, taking stock of the state of educational freedom in the United States. We spoke last week about the film and the state of school choice in America today. You've sort of delved really deeply into school choice in the United States. Uh, The Cartel is your earlier film, and this film tracks sort of the school choice movement in different areas of the United States. What, what What did you learn that was surprising in this process? How the different movements of school choice that had previously been considered not only separate, but sometimes even rivals where the charter school people oftentimes were resentful of the voucher supporters. And then the homeschoolers were off somewhere else, wanted nothing to do with the first two. And the and there was an online learning movement that sometimes touched those others and other times didn't. And uh, as well as other things like the parent trigger movement, inter-district choice where kids cross from one uh, city boundary to another for a different district. Uh, that in fact, these movements are all converging under the umbrella of a, sim- singu- a sing- single simple concept, which is called school choice. That umbrella term defines all these things. And all you have to, to be for is the idea of giving power to parents instead of a giant bureaucracy, disaggregating power so individuals make lots of different separate decisions rather than centralizing power into one government institution. If you're for that, then you're for all these things. You're for charters, you're for vouchers, you're for homeschooling, you're for online learning, you're for inter-district choice, you're for parent trigger, uh, et cetera. So that, that was the, the degree to which these stories are all the same, you know, for a person that might say, well, I'm for charter schools, but I'm very skeptical about this voucher thing. That's privatizing. Just listen to the stories of the parents and the kids. The stories are all the same. Where did you visit? We started in California, and some people may not realize that they may view the train as purely a metaphor, but there was an actual train that went from Los Angeles to New York City uh, for National School Choice Week in 2013. And so we traveled that train. We, we uh, picked actual spots along that route. So it started in Los Angeles, then we, where we talked about parent trigger, then we covered... Parent trigger. Describe what that is. All right. So that's a law in California, and now it's in some other states as well where if a majority of parents decide a school is not serving the needs of the kids, they can vote in a 50 percent plus one. So as, as they say, a majority of parents is required. They have to all agree on the remedy. But if they do all agree on converting the school to a charter operator or firing the principal or replacing the staff of the school, if all the parents agree, then they won't need the permission of the unions, of the school board, of anyone else. That's what the Parent Trigger in California says. So anyway, Parent Trigger in California, then we did uh, homeschooling in Kansas. We covered inter-district choice in Missouri, charter schools in Chicago, vouchers in Cleveland, online learning in Pennsylvania, and a private school for autistic uh, uh, communications disabled kids in Rochester, New York. Obviously, I understand you not wanting to get involved in these little internecine debates about between different. Oh, uh, I love that. Fact, what are you talking? I'd be happy okay, to talk about. Well, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Then, what is the what is the easiest? I mean, in terms of getting school choice or introducing that idea, there are a, a almost vanishingly small number of states that have nothing. Well, okay, that's fair, that's fair and, to say. And so, so what is the easiest one to get? There are a minority of states that have nothing. Meanwhile, there are a majority of kids that don't have any other options because they don't meet the means test that their state offers for a school choice program or they don't live in a town that happens to have the charter schools because it's somewhere else in the state but not where they live. Okay, so, I, I say so that. I'm, I'm nitpicking, but anyway. I say that coming from Kentucky. 
Okay. <laughs> Actually, yes, you're right. Kentucky has no charter schools. It's one of the probably eight states left in the country. Um, and now I forgot your question. So what's, what's the easiest <laughs> one to get? There are, se- there are oh, several different pass, varieties. In ter- politically? Uh, to, I, I would say that probably charter schools is the, is the most uh, – ironically, it's in New York City. The focus – one might argue the focus of the national movement right now is ch- the charter school issue in New York City where the, the mayor, who's a Democrat, is essentially fighting the governor, who's a Democrat, on the issue of charter schools. But nevertheless, I would – my answer to your question is charters. Do you have thoughts about which performs best in terms of parental satisfaction outcomes for students? Well, first of all, uh, there was a credo study from Stanford University that came out last year that updated its previous uh, study from a few years before. This one was much bigger, much broader. They found that for – and they separated into many different uh, demographic groups. It was very carefully demographically controlled study. But for example, for um, black kids of poverty – those in charter schools had, on average, 36 more days of learning every year they were in a charter than the exact same demographic kid who was not in a charter school. And that was their national finding. That said, people often reduce this argument to which is better, charters or district schools. And our movement doesn't make that's, – that's, that's really the line of thinking of the other side to say you got to pick a category and tell – and make some blanket assessment that all of this category is better than all of this other category. That's not what we say. We say there are some bad charter schools, and there, uh, just like there's some good district schools. And so the point of, of school choice is to say parents can individually make their own decisions wherever they are, and bad charter schools will eventually start to lose kids and parents, and they'll close. And reducing school choice to a single metric sort of denies the value of choice. Exactly. It's, it's preposterous. You wouldn't make this argument anywhere else in America, right? You wouldn't say, I, f- I found a bad restaurant. Let's get rid of restaurant choice. <laughs> we found a bad one. So that means the concept of choosing is, nu- is now nullified. You wouldn't, you wouldn't make that argument. But for some reason, in you know, many times the unions and the establishment in education makes that precise argument with respect to charters. How has school choice fostered variety in educational methods for young people? Oh, I think that it's an explosion of innovation in terms of uh, pedagogy all across the country, that there are now schools that are designed uh, for, uh, let's say, to focus on athletics, that they target kids that would have dropped out completely, but now they stay in school longer. Other other charter schools and and, and private schools supported by vouchers, by the way, too, have uh, programs that uh, focus on multi on language immersion, for example, or uh, STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math kinds of programs for kids that want that, or schools that are for kids who want dramatic arts focus, uh, that kind of thing, or other. I mean, it's really as broad as anyone wants to dream up a concept. Uh, it's 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 no different than innovation in the rest of our society now in the places where there is there is school choice and, and robust. Uh, options. They're, we're seeing the innovation. We're seeing it happen. What's going on in New York indicates a uh, broader thinking about uh, school choice than existed even a, a decade ago. Uh, where do you see this movement going over the next decade? Well, there's certainly opposition to every – I mean, you know, so 5 percent of kids nationally are in charter schools. In terms of the states, the kids actually in voucher programs, it's it's a single-digit percentage, uh, certainly. There's only a few places around the country that have statewide voucher programs, and there's some cities that have uh, them too. But uh, if 
if uh, you know the question of where I see it going is there's always we're always winning in our movement. There's always more kids in homeschooling this year than last year. Always more kids in charter schools this year than last year. Always more in v- taking vouchers this year than last year. Uh, it's just that we have a long way to go and the progress is slow. So it's still single digit percentages of kids getting these options. So, so we're winning, we're just winning slowly. And so, I mean, where is it going? I think that we'll continue to win. And I just want to try to get us to win faster. As we were talking before uh, we started recording here, education really is one of those issues that is of concern primarily to parents. Uh, but in terms of front page news, it's just not usually there. Right. It's Our view is it's the least covered subject in the American media. That's why we created this group called Choice Media. All we do is education policy. And we've launched something that's never been done before. It's the first ever daily video webcast news show. It's like a TV-style daily news show all about education news. And people would think, well, what are you going to talk about every day? There's not enough happening. That's what I might have thought, too, before I got into this uh, this subculture, I guess you'd say. But uh, so it's called Reform School. I would just offer, uh, urge people to check it out. There's an enormous amount going on every single day in the world of education reform and school choice. And so we've we've launched the show. It's brand new, but we're basically, uh, we, we think it's really important and that once people see how much is going on, they'll get interested. Bob Bowden is the founder of Choice Media and producer of the new film, The Ticket. You can learn more about educational freedom around the world at our website, cato.org.